Welcome to the Workplace Chameleon. I'm Dr. Selena. Thanks for joining us. Have you ever used the phrase do-over? I want a do-over. Or maybe to a sibling, classmate, friend, it was said, you can't have a do-over. It is a phrase that can pop up during childhood, maybe in a moment of regret or dissatisfaction with a game that isn't quite going your way. That moment when you see what you should have done or would do differently. Okay, so at the age of 51, I had a really hard want-to-be do-over moment hit me this past week. By definition, let's call a do-over a new attempt or an opportunity to do something different after a previous attempt had been unsatisfactory or unsuccessful. I wanted a do-over. Have you had one of those? You just feel it in every part of your body, deep in your bones. You know you could have done better. You know you could have done something different. You see it so clearly now, and yet it's too late. When we have a lot of things going on, a lot of change, a lot of emotion around a set of changes, when we are tired, overwhelmed, stressed, the impact of a mess up is that much more profound. It hits harder. Sometimes it's a big thing that happens. Sometimes it isn't. Sometimes we make it into a bigger deal than we should have. Remember my earlier episodes about the emotion plus change and the impact on the brain? Yeah. Add that to the desire for a do-over and you can go spinning on that for a long time. This past week, I was trying to figure out where this deep, dark angst was coming from. I wanted that do-over so badly. And I really had to think about, is this guilt that it didn't go like I wanted it to and it didn't get the results I needed? Was it ego because it, it said something about me or something that I did or did not do? Was it a sense of responsibility that I really felt this deeply because I, I, I felt responsible for the situation? I had messed up and I wanted to fix it. And I couldn't really do the fix I wanted. And that's when my stubborn sets in. What about yours? Does your stubborn show up in those moments? It is when I lock in, I'm only able to see this one pathway of the do-over that I want. What I think would be best for that do-over as compared to maybe reframing it as what new opportunity have I now been given? How about you? What do you experience in that moment? As I've been reflecting on this over the last few days and really thinking about why this pattern shows up, there are a few things that really jumped out at me. 
And when I think about emotion and change and the way we respond versus react and the moments when things don't go the way we wanted, oh, I like controlling whatever I can through change. When I need a do-over and I can't get one, there is a loss of control. When I know my reputation or quality of work is at risk, my ego and perfectionism set in. And so then it loops back it to the whole I really want control piece. Yet ask me, and I'll say I'm all about being adaptable and change-oriented and flexible. You know, when except when it comes to that or to that or mm, maybe to that. Now, don't get me wrong. Boundaries and ethics and your non-negotiables should be there and not flexible. Oh, but to give up control, a short Internet search will tell you that the word surrender comes up on a regular basis. Give in. Let it be. Trust and allow things to evolve as they do. Oh, all right. Give me a wave if that's hard to do. As I considered all of that this past week, I looked back and all the content I've written, sessions I've designed and delivered in organizations and specifically to leaders, What does this look like at work? How do we show up in a meeting, project, moment with a coworker, customer, your boss, when your desire for a do-over is so strong, your need to fix, control, redo something is pressing upon you that it is so hard to see anything else. The word adaptability kept popping up for me. And I had the opportunity to go back and do some reading on how we undo some of that stubborn and that we really reframe it as when we only see one pathway, it limits us. It really is adaptability because adaptability means you are open and willing to learn new things, take on new challenges and make adjustments to transition at work. It is surrendering to understanding that there are multiple ways to do this. And sometimes when we lock in, when we get stubborn, when we only want to see that one do-over, we miss the opportunities for others. Of course, We need do-overs as part of the continuous improvement process. Of course, we need to be continuous learners in our organizations in order to drive results forward. But instead of seeing it with the control lens that I saw it with, I know I needed to see it through an adaptability lens. So why is adaptability important? It must be able to be part of this ongoing change in the workplace. It does help us increase productivity. It gives us the ability to handle change with ease, freeing up some time we spend being stressed out. It can showcase your resourcefulness. 
It can help you display the leadership skills, the determination, the analytical skills when you need them. It seems like we have been talking more about adaptability in the workplace with all people, all positions, all roles, because along with communication and work ethic and interpersonal skills, adaptability is showing up as one of the top ranked desirable skills within teams today. Because we know people have to be able to fit into the culture and their willingness to adopt company values. That we know we have to show up and add value to our teams and our organizations. We need to be able to be more productive because we know that continued success in an organization will mean that combination of being able to adjust and yet still produce the work, serve the customers, do whatever that work is that you've designed to do. We know that adaptability is highly valued in making decisions during crisis or emergency to deal with unpredictable work situations, approach new methods to accomplish a task, consider other people's viewpoints. It can help us also physically adjust to the surrounding environment, help us stay positive in our mindset, have the confidence to do the work we need to do, handle that stress, staying composed and focused during stress. We also know it frees up that fear factor, that control factor, that stress factor that helps us create some innovative energy to solve problems. It also helps us be considerate and value other people and the backgrounds, the experience, and the diversity they bring to us. For us as professionals, we know that an adaptable leader has to have focus. They've got to have motivation and they need to keep an open mind. Different types of skills that we look at include communication skills, your ability to be an active listener, to have good nonverbal skills, to ask clarifying questions, strong interpersonal skills so that we can interact with others in healthy and positive ways. We know that as professionals and as leaders, we need developed problem-solving skills, the ability to observe and analyze and be creative for solutions, that we've got to be able to have strategic thinking skills to develop new ideas or process within our changing workplaces, our changing markets or industries, that adaptability really makes us a better team member to work with the diverse personalities, abilities, and experiences that people bring. It also allows us to be better prepared for change, to have the organizational skills we need to show up in that moment. Because even taking it back to my do-over situation, I wanted to control it. I wanted to lock in and, and not yield my stubbornness to saying, oh, this one hurt. It got me more like a gut punch. 
mm, I wanted to change it. But I really had to think through how am I limiting myself to do that? I needed to be humble to express that the situation didn't go the way I'd hoped, but that humility also included my willingness, my openness to be adaptable and to think about how do I help bring other people through this? How can I own what I need to own and yet learn from it as well? So if we think about increasing our adaptability skills, consider redefining your motivation, finding a perspective or purpose for you that is more personally motivating in that situation. How can you make it even better? Yet, what do you need to do to observe and learn? It's easier to learn in that moment because it's, it's, it's right there, right? But who do you need to watch? Who do you need to ask questions of so that you can fully comprehend the best options, so that you can find those alternative solutions, so that you can ease people and yourself through those transitions, staying calm and confident, focusing on the solutions without being the drama. You might even learn some new skills, that knowledge you need to accrue to be even more adaptable, better prepared, more present in the future. We know that even just those kinds of changes can feel overwhelming, but being able to take a problem and break it down into smaller segments and set those smaller goals of what comes next is really important. Well, I know one of the things I had to do this past week when this moment hit me, when this miss happened and I wanted that do-over and I wanted to protect and yet instead I had to find the upside. I had to look at the problem objectively, learn from it, improve the process and own my own mistakes in that and what I needed to do next. And yet we know in organizations today, we have to be willing to make some mistakes. We have to create safe ways for people during change to experience those mistakes and learn from them. We know that the ability to learn, to develop personally and professionally is critical in our teams going forward. We want to strengthen collaboration and critical thinking and our research skills and our continuous improvement, our attention to detail, our observation and our memory. We know we have to stay persistent. And in that case of a do-over, I won the persistence game. I was going back after it. But persistence without the ability to learn from it just plain looks like stubborn. Now, I like a good stubborn every so often, but it's that resiliency. It's that positivity. It's that tolerance for stress, the motivation to persist, and the ability to manage expectations that really helps us strengthen that persistence. We can't do this alone, and we have to be able to stay positive and encourage team members during those difficult times. 
But the ability to learn plus persistence is incomplete without resourcefulness. We have to be able to find new techniques and resources when facing challenges. We have to look at patterns. We have to adapt our skill sets to increase our creativity, innovation, problem solving, even our budgeting and initiative. We have to stay curious and not get locked into that ego or that fear. Different isn't scary. There shouldn't be fear of ideas or suggestions or constructive criticism. So if we want to increase our curiosity to be more adaptable in those moments where we just really wanted that do-over, we need to stay open-minded. We need to have an approach of in curiosity or investigation, but in a good way, in a positive way to engage our active listening and understand what can we learn from this now. We need to pay attention to our non-verbal communication as well. All of the messages that our body language might be sending in that moment. So as I looked back through my notes and I reflected on All the different kinds of situations where I've seen that stubbornness kick in that because of that desired control or desired perfectionism or that protection of wanting the do-over because I didn't want to look weak or I didn't want to look human or I didn't want to look like, God, I just messed that up. If I want to work on my adaptability skills Here are some things I think about. I have to stay aware of the changes in my environment. I have to keep adopting a growth mindset. I got to keep setting goals for myself and asking for feedback. Not only do I need to ask for feedback, but I got to be willing to receive it. I know I have to continue to learn to acknowledge and accept change. I've got to tune in to know the situation in particular. I need to try out different situations or scenarios and listen more. I've got to keep practicing my emotional intelligence. I've got to improve my organizational skills because many times it's that lack of organization that can create some of those misses that leads us to wanting a do-over. I do need to look at the bigger picture and consider a wide variety of perspectives. We know that there's opportunities every single day to learn from and grow with. And we all have our moments. We all have those moments where we just wanted this to go differently. We wanted it to go better. And you know what? Next time, it could. Next time, it might be a completely new situation that you now look back and say, huh, I'm really glad I got to this point. So I'm not sure who else needed this today, but it was really helpful for me to consider, to reflect, and to learn from, oh, that moment, alls I wanted was a do-over. Thank you for listening. Until next time, take care.